Welcome to the ALUX.com podcast, the place where future billionaires come to get inspired. Today's topic is 15 things you should know about yourself if you want to win at life. Hello, Alexers. What a lovely day it's been so far. In our quest to help you figure out more about yourself, about where you're going and how to get there, we made the choice that today's piece should be about you, the Aluxer. This might just be the most valuable video we've made. We're all struggling with breakthroughs. Maybe you feel like things just aren't changing fast enough or feel overwhelmed and stressed all the time. Honestly, these feelings are the result of a mismanagement of self. You can't make the world better until you make yourself better, which is why today we're focusing on you. As we go through today's video, grab a piece of paper and write down your own answers to each of our subtitles. By the end of it, a lot of answers will be revealed to you. Here are 15 things you should know about yourself if you want to live a happy and fulfilling life. Number 1. What do you want from life? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. No, really, what do you want from life? Don't give me some bullshit answer that society has taught you because it's politically correct to provide. Take a couple of minutes if you need to and play along. When you look far ahead into a distant future where everything goes your way, what does it look like? Write it down in as much detail as you can. Those who don't know what they want get what others are willing to give them. Number two, what your passion is. What can you do for hours and hours and not notice time flying by? What gets your blood flowing just a tiny bit faster? What ignites a flame inside of you when you see other people doing it? That's your passion. Believe it or not, people go through life without ever asking themselves, what am I really passionate about? They're that neighbor you never talk to, the one blending in in the background, the one who never has a story to tell, the one who never did anything worth mentioning. If we only get one life, why not indulge your passion a little? Number three, what your strengths are. Apart from your passion, there are some things you're really good at, or at least better than most people around you. Have you ever thought about your strengths? You're likely to have more than one, so let's try to find three of them. Since this is probably taking a bit of time, we're here to help. Your strengths are those things you can consistently and reliably do well. You might not think they're amazing, but other people do. So here are a couple of questions that help you identify your strengths. What's the last problem you successfully solved? What's one instance where people complimented you on the way you did things? What do your friends like about you? What do other people come to you for help with? Out of your friend or peer group, what are the things you're better at than they are? Keep asking these kinds of questions until you're able to identify three strengths. Are you done? Good. These three things are your best bet to getting the life you mentioned at number one on the list. If you're able to combine these three strengths with the passion we've discussed at number two, you can get your number one. By now, you should be realizing that by the end of this video, you'll end up with a game plan for your life. This is fun, isn't it? Number four, what your weaknesses are. Everyone should know what they're bad at. Honestly, do not let your arrogance skew your perception of self. At the end of the day, you're doing this for yourself and we won't tell anyone. The same as with your strengths, let's shoot for three, shall we? Write down three weaknesses you know about yourself. To aid you in identifying your weaknesses, here are some helpful questions. What activities do you think are boring? Why do you think that? What activities do you find hard or difficult? What drains your energy the quickest? What do you usually need help with? In the past, what are some projects you couldn't wait to get them done so you could go back to what you really love doing? 
Dig and keep digging until you have a good and honest understanding of them. Once you do, you're golden. Your job will be to find people who are good at the things you've listed here or hire or partner with them to do it on your behalf. While in school, if you failed Spanish, your parents would get you a Spanish tutor. In life, we don't waste time trying to improve our weaknesses. We outsource them and go all in on our strengths. Why? Because it'll take effort, money, and time for you to be mediocre at these things, and mediocrity won't get you the life we discussed at number one. Number five, what your core values are. Everywhere you look, people talk about values. Hire based on values, find a life partner who shares your values, but almost nobody has a clear idea of what values are. If you have to choose from a list, who makes the value list anyway? That's why we're here to help you with this, because it's taken us a lot longer to figure it out. When someone asks you what your values are, you probably quickly Google search and pick the ones you recognize. We've been there, but honesty and loyalty are bullshit answers, and we don't plan to let you get away with it. This isn't a participation trophy kind of thing. In our experience, values act like traffic lights in life. Values are basically decision filters. Every decision you make will pass through these filters and determine if they get a green light or not. All of us wish we were this perfect specimen who would never crack under pressure, but this is all a lie. We're all deeply flawed by design, by how we were raised, by the environment you were raised in. But you're not here because of all of that. You want to be better. The fact that you make this choice shows one of your values. Truth be told, not all of you are disciplined, so don't lie. You probably don't work well with others or have a hard time focusing. Come to think of it, we should probably do a video on values alone sometime because this could take a while on its own and we ain't got all day. Like this video right now if we should do it next week or the week after. Values are the traits we find true within when we're evaluating ourselves. And do not confuse the things you value with your personal values. You might value having a light in your bathroom, but it doesn't mean that's what your values are. Number six, what makes you happy? This is one of those questions we always ask when we want to really get to know someone. It's a hard question, isn't it? But aren't you bored talking about the weather or upcoming elections? So now we're asking you, what makes you happy? And we mean genuinely happy. When was the last time you had real joy in your life? You might remember an event, a place, a situation. You might even have a clear picture of that very moment in your mind. Instead of looking at the surface of that moment, ask yourself, why were you happy then? What was happening within you that made you experience happiness? Anyone who wishes to live a fulfilled life needs to understand what makes them happy. The more you dig into it, it's not the dress that made you happy, it's the feeling it gave you that did it. It's not the wedding, the food, or the flowers that did it, it's knowing that you have someone you trust, someone you can care for and will care for you the rest of your life together. Find the why in happiness and your future will be designed accordingly. For those of you struggling with this, we're recommending the following book. Solve for Happy by Mo Gadot. We love it because we're kind of technical and geeky ourselves, so an approach of an engineer was something that clicked with us. We'll link the book in the description, or as you know by now, you can go to alux.com slash freebook, and if it's your first time signing up, our friends at Audible will allow you to listen to the audio version for free. Number seven, what you're willing to sacrifice to get what you want. We always said we like to keep it honest with you, and the truth is, everything has a price. Are you willing to pay it? We're not talking about money here, but you're always trading something in exchange for something else. In business, and in life for that matter, we call this opportunity cost. 
Since we live in a world with limited resources, you have limited money, limited time, limited opportunities. Every time you say yes to something, you're indirectly saying no to everything else you could be doing at that time with your resources. Some people sacrifice family in order to get the money. That's a brutal truth. We know extremely rich people who, in the race for more monetary wealth, have indirectly left their families behind. We know people who sacrificed health for entertainment. Others sacrificed money for pleasure. You might not be that far down the line, but life will always ask you for a sacrifice. That's what all those myths and legends were about. The offering of Isaac is a great example of this. God asks Abraham to sacrifice his own son in exchange for wisdom, and this element of sacrifice is in every single culture in one shape or form, and they all say the same thing. The bigger the sacrifice, the bigger the reward. But pay close attention, for some sacrifices have too high a price. The reward might not be really worth it. What are you willing to sacrifice? Once you know this, the path forward becomes clear. Number 8. What gets you excited? You might confuse this with your passion, but that's not it. You already know what your passion is. Excitement comes from discovering opportunities for growth, whatever shape it may take. Finding a new artist, for example, is exciting. Trying a new restaurant or recipe and finding out you really love the food. Everyone wants to grow, and when you find a path to do it, excitement builds up. This is something you discover by trying out a bunch of things, and once you realize there's a formula to it, you're hooked. You have to risk the bad experience, just so you don't miss the really good ones. We're excited to try new experiences, to meet new people, to taste different kinds of food, to push the limits of our body, and because we know this about ourselves, it makes it easier for us to plan for the future, or know when to say yes to things. You need excitement in your life, otherwise you'll get this feeling of insufficiency. Some of you definitely know what we're talking about here. At one point, you notice that every day starts to look the same and you're not loving your life anymore. This excitement question fixes this, so don't disregard it. Number 9. What makes you lazy? Everybody is fighting laziness and procrastination, and truth be told, most of you are losing the battle and we're calling you out. Here's an important distinction you're probably unaware of. Do not confuse procrastination with laziness. Procrastination is postponing important tasks for later by prioritizing more pleasurable activities. Basically, you know you should be doing something, you have your objective set, but instead of doing the hard work, you choose to push it to the future and enjoy yourself. Laziness, on the other hand, is quite different. Laziness is not having any goals outside of your current reality to push towards. Lazy is when you disregard growth completely. Why be healthy when you could eat potato chips? Why learn to cook when you can order dominoes? Why go to the event when you can binge watch Netflix? Why improve your skills for a better job when you can just survive on your current salary? You get the point. The moment you understand what's making you lazy, the moment you can get on top of it. Believe it or not, happiness comes from growth, from helping other people be happy, and this doesn't happen with your ass on the couch. Minimizing the traps of laziness in your life results in a higher quality of life, and not only that, you feel pride in your accomplishments. Other people cheer you on when you're doing things right. You're feeling lazy and demotivated because of a perpetual cycle of low self-esteem, not doing anything about it, realizing your life is shit, which leads to even lower self-esteem, and then repeat. Number 10. How strong you really are. Here's the thing, no matter how hard your life has been so far, you've survived every challenge until today. Truth be told, you're pretty badass if you think about it. Going through the things you went through and still being on this path of improvement is not an easy task. 
Most people would have quit earlier on, but not you, so give yourself a pat on the back. Straighten your shoulders, take a big breath, and let's see how we can focus on the fire you feel inside of you to get to where you need to go. Knowing that you have the power to overcome obstacles makes you less frightened by those coming your way. Last week we told you that hardships are life's way of finding out how bad you want it. It's unlikely you've ever thought about life and your next actions through this kind of lens, which is why our first premium experience, Mind Mastery, is specifically focused on breaking down your beliefs and hand-holding you through this changing process. The best vessel that we've found to focus our mind, our actions, and realize just how wrong we've had it before is meditation. Not the religious kind, but the kind used by four out of five successful people to get an almost unfair advantage in life. Which is why we want to reward those of you who've made it here today. Go to alax.com meditation and use the promo code SUNDAY on checkout. You'll get $100 off as a way for us to give back to those of you who really want it. Remember, your life is cheap because you think investing in yourself is expensive. Number 11. What environment works best for you? If you're a plant, think of your current reality as your soil. The same seed can grow faster in some environments and starve in others. This is crucial if you want to fully develop. Most people don't realize just how limiting their environment is to their own trajectory in life. Here's the amazing part. Unlike the seed of a tree, you have the power to control your environment. You can either improve the current one by optimizing it for growth or simply relocate to more fertile ground. Although it might sound hard and risky, think of the alternative. You can probably tell where your life is going if you don't make the change. And if that's not the outcome you're looking for, why not risk it? Figure out what kind of environment works best for you and your growth. Number 12. What kind of people you vibe with? Your environment is split into two parts. It's the actual location, the opportunities provided by the geography, the tools you have within reach, the room you work in, and then there's the other side made up by the people around you. You want to be better? Find people that make you better. Find people who challenge you. Find people who support you. Ready for some truth? Find people who you enjoy being around, not because they're below you and their insufficiency makes you feel ahead. You're not in a race with them. You're racing to try and catch up with your potential self. The circle has more value than the sum of its members. When we come together with the people in our circle, our value expands exponentially. We bounce ideas, connections, goals, and strategies that none of us could come up with on our own. It's the combination of good creative vibes and life experience that opens up doors none of us knew were there. The moment you realize what kind of people you vibe with, it's super easy to avoid those who are toxic to your growth. Very much like in your garden, removing the weeds next to a seed to give it the best chance of growth. You need to do that in your life. Number 13. How to self-motivate. If you've made it this far down the list with your actions, it's all about getting that extra edge on top of everyone else. This is where your ability to self-motivate comes into play. Self-motivation is like magic. It gets you results other people can't get. Self-motivation comes from two things. One, your ability to determine and organize small actions, which in the long term lead to big results. And two, your ability to harness your inner hunger to overcome laziness. Here's the secret to self-motivation. These two need to happen at the same time or else nothing gets done. A common mistake people make is they believe you need to knock it out of the park every single day and that's a standard nobody can live up to, so they quit. 
Instead, think of the minimum amount of work you could get done that's still enough to push the needle ahead just a bit more and do that every single day. Some days you'll see that motivation strikes and you'll make more progress than in others. But success is made in the off days. You want to win a championship, train in the off season. Do not neglect the importance of having a clear course of action. Know exactly what small actions you need to take and make it easier for you to get started. You win the day you get shit done despite not being motivated. And if you click in the top right corner, we have a video all about self-discipline which takes this the next step further, and we cannot recommend it enough. Number 14. How far you've come in your journey and how much more you have to go. If you want to win at life, you need to know where the finish line is. Otherwise, you'll just keep running until you run out of life. Every mountain seems like a hard and overwhelming climb, but you're not going to get to the top in one single step, yet that's how people expect life to be. What's the secret to making money fast? What pill can I take to have a six-pack? Is there a product I can buy? Is there a guru that can teach me the mystical arts that have been kept away from me? You're delusional if that's what your expectation of success is. We've been to plenty of events, the likes of $10,000 a weekend retreats with gurus and motivational speakers in the past. And frankly, they're all peddling a bunch of find your inner strength bullshit. True, valuable information should be free. This single video with the structure and the information you're getting has more value than a week-long seminar, and we're here giving it to you for free just to show you that it is you keeping yourself from breaking through. It's not your lack of valuable insider knowledge. You have the information, but you're not putting it into practice. How far have you come? How far do you still have left to go? You cannot improve what you don't measure. You want to lose weight? Every morning, put yourself on a scale and write down the result. Also, track what you're eating every single day. Two weeks from now, you'll find out which days you're dropping weight and what's happening when you're putting it back on. You want to earn more? Write down how much you made and what you did to make that money. Pretty soon, you'll figure out where your attention should go and how you can increase your income. We began this list with your dream life. If you're making progress, it isn't hard to figure out just how long it will probably take to get there. Our entire philosophy is to give you guys everything for free, and once you get the results, maybe you'll consider supporting us by buying one of our products or at least sharing our content with your network. Number 15. The difference between how you see yourself and how the world sees you. The last thing on our list has to do with holding yourself to the higher standards you set for others. This specific one can be quite tricky because, you see, we judge ourselves based on our intent and others by their actions. We love giving ourselves the benefit of the doubt, that we mean well. We all think of ourselves as good people. Well, allow your actions to prove it. Who are you when no one's looking? When you're all alone, when you go to bed at night and your brain starts firing up, are you happy? Are you proud? Are you satisfied? Hopefully, yes. If not, this item right here should be added to your number one item on this list. We believe it's important to have a summary at the end. In order to win at life, you need to know what you want from life. Write down in detail the life you want to live. The quickest way to get it is to identify your passion and find out a way to monetize it. In order to do that, you need to know your strengths. This is what you'll need to focus on to push your reality further. You won't be off to the races just yet, though. Once you identify your weaknesses, hire people to fill those gaps for you. 
If you have your values straight, it won't be hard to make decisions to help you close the gap toward happiness. But you know it's not easy and everything has a price. Good thing you know what you're willing to sacrifice to get the life you want. The excitement of life will drive you further and a bit of smart tactics can stop you from being lazy. You've been through so much in your life that you're stronger than you think you are. Through meditation, focus that mind of yours toward action. Start with your immediate environment. Either adjust it or move somewhere else. In the process of cleaning your environment, you'll leave some people behind and make better friends, the kind that will help you progress. Although they are there for you, when you wake up in the morning, it's up to you if you're going to conquer the day. But now you know that the little things add up to big results. You've measured your progress and are definitely not going to throw it away. Lastly, you're going to hold yourself accountable, maybe even more so than you do others, and this is how you're going to get that life you wrote down in the beginning. We really hope that you not only took notes, but also answered these questions for yourself. You spent over 20 minutes, you might as well get the most value out of it. This was a great podcast today, wasn't it? Thank you for spending some time with us and taking another step toward improving the way you look at life. If you're hungry for more, you can always go to our website, alux.com, or subscribe to us on YouTube. The entire alux.com team wishes you a very productive day.